Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. The, we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My unpaid announcer, once again, is David McGregor. Joel and Tony from the Buffer Battle Podcast, two of my guests last week, batted 1,000 on their Oscar predictions. Nobody predicted the other thing, though. This week, I have the world's greatest panel. Ron Babcock is here, first time, long time, from Adam Devine's house party, from Cat Burglar on Netflix. I believe he also worked for Muppet Babies at some point. Ron is hilarious. Glad I finally got him on. Kimberly Clark is back from Tiffany Haddish Presents They Ready on Netflix. From Last Comic Standing, from Lopez Tonight, Kimberly is fucking great. Lizzie Cooperman is back. American treasure. Lizzie Cooperman from Lights Out with David Spade, from HBO Crashing, from Corporate on Comedy Central, from Craig Ferguson, Her new podcast is called In Your Hands. You love Lizzie Cooperman. Scotty Landis is back. He's a writer-producer. You know him from Who is America, from Workaholics, and also from Adam Devine's House Party, and from Moss, Scotty's... Oh, and from Bananas, Jesus Christ, one of the biggest podcasts there is. Monica Nevy is here, first time on the show. She was recommended to me, and I thought she was hilarious when I watched her clips. She was great on this. She has two albums you can stream, and she has a podcast called Dumb Pitches. I hope she does this show again. This group was great. So without further ado, here are Ron, Kimberly, Lizzie, Scotty, and Monica. And I never have ever asked you guys in 163 episodes. Maybe I've asked you twice. I don't even know. I've never asked you to rate this show because I was told it didn't matter. Now I'm being told that it does. So if you could click five stars or however, the most, give me the most stars. I don't, thank you. This is me asking this time. And if you don't already, please hit subscribe. What's up? Hey. Hey, dude. (sighs) I'm going to talk about it. Uh... (laughs) You have to. I guess I have to talk about it. Other than that, I mean, like, Coda was a really good movie and stuff, but... uh... (laughs) I thought that was pretty strong. Pretty strong. Let's movie. just talk about Coda instead. <laughs> what is... Don't don't say anything about the Will Smith thing. We talk about the Oscars the whole time. When her dad like true. feels her singing. Oh man, couple Kleenexes oh. on that one. I mean, I, I got thoughts about Mitchell's versus Machines losing out to Encanto. Okay, so... let's hear what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, Encanto. Yeah, I watched that. I like that one. I actually haven't seen it yet. I hear it's great. <laughs> you probably have a lot of cartoon opinions, huh? Or because you do it? What? Uh, yeah, I work in animation, so I got like, you know, 
got thoughts on animation now that I've been working in it a few years. <clears throat> Scotty, uh, he's mad about Ma not being nominated. Yeah, weird. Three years later, still no nomination. <laughs> <laughs> I think Total it's coming. Bullshit. I think that yeah. it's coming. Best memes for a movie from 2019. <laughs> that should be a thing. Why isn't that yeah. a thing? They should have a best memes category. Though. Best yeah, memes. Why not? Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> It's thank you everybody for being here. By the way, it's been a distracting Twitter day. I don't have a lot of other shit from the week planned. Like, uh, uh, questionable joke, insane reaction. Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys feeling? Uh, uh, act of chivalry, uh, most beautiful thing that you've ever seen. What are you? What are you guys thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I my first reaction was I googled how tall is Tyler Perry. Because when Tyler Perry was calming down Will Smith, he was towering over him. And I was like, how fucking tall? How tall is, is he? 6'5". He's very tall. That's pretty yeah. tall, yeah. How tall is Will Smith? 6'2". That's the thing. I I knew Will Smith was tall. And then, like, I saw, like, Tyler Perry just, like, standing in front of him. Like, is he, this is crazy how big Medea is humongous. I think we missed some of the Medea jokes. Like, the sight gag is, like, huge person. Like, maybe it's lost in translation. And that's the yeah. only thing I get every other joke. Yeah, I was my I mean, this thing has been taking up my algorithm since it happened. Like nothing. No one is posting about upcoming shows. You know, it's <laughs> no more about, show. No show FOMO today. It is about the slapping. Oh, I should and, put my dates on that picture. That might be you should. Here's my hot <laughs> take. How you and then feel dates. about it? Like the screen grab they've been using for everywhere. The form of Will Smith's slap is so like pronounced. Like he has incredible form, like and follow through. I mean, it's like, like I've been taking boxing classes, so I'm just like, oh my god, he really swung through on that. I'm surprised that uh, Chris Rock did not go down. I heard yeah. a rumor was, he played. That was my first thought. Yeah, he played Muhammad yeah. Ali in a movie, so I'm guessing he has like some some knowledge of some muscle memory from that. But Chris <laughs> Rock thought, took it. Yeah, the size difference and. Effect. I just felt like if he really hit him, that's why I wasn't sure if it was a joke at first. Cause I was like, if he really hit him, I know it was open hand. So maybe that had something to do with, but if he really hit him, wouldn't he drop? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't, maybe he pulled back cause he realized he was at the Oscars, but. <laughs> well, you know what I noticed too? And I actually like this about the award show was the um, proximity of the audience to the stage. It kind of reminded me of how the Academy Awards was back like, in the 50s or you know back in the day at the roosevelt hotel shots and everything and i said wow this looks so good and i was like big up to will packer who is an african-american and i think the first black director to uh direct the award ceremony i thought he did a great job but i also was thinking damn that close stage made it possible for Will Smith <laughs> to get up there, yeah. To get up there in warp speed because back in the day when the stage was like millions of miles away, you know how long it took people to walk up that those Yeah, it used to have those stairs. rocky steps. We had to yeah, run all the way up. Yeah, the stairs. And then somebody's gonna trip on it. So oh. but that was the genius of Will Packer though, because I think that's that was his whole thing as far as like cutting the time to get everything compressed into the broadcast oh he's like yeah, we're he pretty quickly shorter he's like we're spending all this time on the walk up get that shit out of there <laughs> right true i mean wwe has intro music they got like uh <laughs> people have to do like explosions when they come out yeah hi lizzie how are you 
Can't hear you. Muted. Muted. Is muted. Muted, girl. You guys, I'm having. <laughs> oh, there you go. There <laughs> I had a blow to the face. You did? An, like an hour ago, I walked like a bird would fly into glass. Into his, I walked into a glass door. Mm. So I have something in common with Chris Rock. <laughs> you have a strong chin. Are you okay? <laughs> Lizzie, blink twice if it was actually Will Smith who hit you in the face. <laughs> I apologize for being a little late. And this, there's nothing on my green screen. You're okay. fine. Everyone okay. who's hearing this will be like, "What the fuck is wrong with her green screen? Why is her face? <laughs> why is her face hurt?" I also like that Denzel got in there too, and like that he is like the, the like the old guy in the room, like the dad in the room, calming everybody down. <laughs> when when I first when I first got into writing and I first got an agent that my agent jokingly was like, do you have anything for Will Smith and Denzel? They've been trying to get a buddy comp buddy cop comedy for years. And I was like, really? They're like hundreds of screenwriters have tried. Like it was a thing for a really long time. This had been like 12 years ago or so 15 years ago. And they were like, uh, yeah, if you can ever come up with the hook, that'll get Denzel and Will. They want to do a movie together and nobody's done it. Wow. wow. Chris Rock did it. <laughs> okay, what's the over-under on them presenting together next year or making light of it? 100%? I could see that. My first thought was like, oh, man, next year's Oscars. They're going to come out together. It's going to be a big thing. But I mean, there'd have, have to be a, on. Yeah. there'd have to be a mea culpa on you know both sides because there's obviously some stuff going on. He made a joke in 2016 about Jada boycotting the Oscars, and he said, um, that's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Or parties. Like, I wasn't, you're, I wasn't invited. Was it parties? That's what panties. I thought. He said panties. Panties? <laughs> He's not invited yes. to those either. Yeah. Oh. He was specific. You want Chris Rock at your party. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> is rihanna though <laughs> anybody else have a hot take they want to they want to give me anybody anybody t- siding with will smith just curious i don't think i have a side but i okay. did notice and i think a lot of people have commented on this that he he laughed first yes. at yes. the joke and then kind of realized like oh she's upset so now i need to do something which is the <laughs> most the most i've ever been like able to relate to their marriage because you hear so much about their marriage and i'm like we're not open and all that stuff but then for him to go oh wait we're mad oh shit i gotta do something like that made sense to me i was like oh that's a normal relationship she's mad then i'm mad i gotta go well i wonder what chris rock thought was gonna happen as he was walking up because right he was laughing he just kind of waited yeah he he was like i mean i thought will smith was gonna do like a joking thing and they were like you know gonna have a laugh about it i was like oh that's kind of of fun look at this and then he just clocked him on and i was i mean i didn't i think he went to um i went to like a just an oscars like graphic and then so there was oh. a good like a minute where none of us knew what exactly happened but i saw the japanese like, feed before i saw the real thing yeah i had to go to the australian feed oh yeah it really happened i feel like i felt like it was more about his relationship to jada because I remember when whose relationship to her Chris rocks or Will? uh, Will's relationship to Jada, because I remember when she cheated on him and then had him on her show to explain why she did that in front of 
everybody. I felt like that was kind of emasculating for him. This is just like how I, what I was thinking afterward. And that he's like, I have to prove I am her man. Yeah. And that if I don't do that, like my relate, I'll lose my relationship or I, I'll never get back my, uh, like, uh, like prove how much you love someone. I'm going to do this kind of big thing. Yeah. I kind of had the same, same thought too. It was like, maybe this is more about what's going on between them rather than what's going on with what Chris Rock just said, which was a pretty, sure pretty basic yeah like mm-hmm. also like that that's not the greatest joke no right? <laughs> like, no, no like, it's I, not but notorious ugly person to me more kimberly's raising her hand play but it's like the the oscars <laughs> it's always like we need more young people to watch our show and it's like how about a joke about a movie from 1997 as the opener? <laughs> like, it's like this, I hope like Chris Rock is going to be remembered for this joke, but it's, it's not even a joke. It's just a, like, you look like Demi Moore did in GI Jane. Like, and it, first of all, Demi Moore was hot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without hair. She's um, smart show. <laughs> she, but what I wanted to say though, was, uh, I agree with what you said, Lizzie, about the whole, this was about his relationship with Jada. But I also think this was, to me, and I'm a huge, and I'm a big Will Smith fan, and I'm a fan of Chris Rocks. But I think that this was definitely ego-driven on Will Smith's part. Yeah. I think his ego has been bruised and beat down for the last uh, year or so. I think that he's processing a lot of trauma that's mm-hmm. happened to him in his life. I don't know if you guys know about the book he wrote, but I, I um, looked at his. I've uh, heard my wife listening to it, but you, what is the most? Uh, what is the takeaway from the book that we need to know? Well, I was looking at his his web series that he was doing on mm-hmm. YouTube, mm-hmm. and he was reading some of the chapters to his kids, and his kids were reacting to it. Like he has a lot of stuff going on and I think he's processing and you know how it is when you're in the middle of working on yourself it's gonna be a, you're gonna be a hot mess honestly like you shouldn't be in public when yeah. you're trying to you know do all these things because I don't know I was just so confused that he would mess up this huge moment that right. he's facing forever. He knew yeah, he, he had to yeah. know he was going to win. He wanted to get an Oscar for Bagger Vance, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. He wanted to get an Oscar. Happiness, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Yes, that's what I thought too. It's like, dude, this was your night. They put you front and center. Everybody knew this was the night that the biggest movie star of the last 25 years was getting his best actor award. That, that makes it even crazier. Mm-hmm. Did anybody watch... Uh, Chris Rock's documentary, like uh, Good Hair. Yes. I've never seen yeah. it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that. I mean, I know it's a documentary, but like, I don't know what the big takeaway of that movie is. But like, that was my thought. Like when he did make that joke, I was like, my first thought was like, wait, didn't he do like a documentary about hair back yeah. in the day? Like, is that, that weird? That was another all? thing that was perplexing. Well, it wasn't perplexing about Chris Rock's joke, but in a sense, it was. But I don't think he. I honestly don't think he knew about Jada's alopecia. I don't think you know about it and still make that joke, honestly. Right. Especially for it not being that good of a joke. Right. Because after doing a documentary like Good Hair, and the whole premise of that documentary 
was how his daughter, Chris Rock's daughter, said to him, you know, I have bad hair, basically. Like, she didn't see her hair as being beautiful because it wasn't this uh, European standard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it was interesting. That would be, like, if he comes out and says, like, oh, I, I, because, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't, but I don't know about most pop culture shit. Right. So I, I'm not the bra. Ron, you should watch to. that movie. You will specifically, I I learned things I never knew when I watched that movie. So you, oh, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to watch it now, <laughs> but I bet you, I wonder if he's just going to come out and say, he's like, I did not know. Cause that would be, I don't know. I think that would change things. Who's, maybe. who's reaction to it? Are you, I guess Will Smith is already kind of, but are you excited to see what Chris Rock does with this or like who, who do you want to hear from? This, this whole thing feels like when you go over to your friend's house and they're like, you know, your best friend in seventh grade and their mom and dad get in a yelling match. It's just like, you just, it's so awkward. Yeah. Like I was yeah. so tense last night watching it. Like some people enjoyed this kind of stuff. I just was like, oh, I can't look away from Twitter right now. And I I'm only hated it. I can't look at the screen. I hated it. And I, I don't know, but I also kind of want to see, I'm, I'm excited to see what Chris Walk says is like his, Okay, so isn't the know, point? Isn't why would like what is the reason that they have comics come out and roast the celebrities, right? Like, what right. is to prove that these like these mega stars, like like hundred two hundred fifty millionaires, have a sense of humor about themselves and are getting like they look perfect, and this is their night, and we're not really taking it that seriously. We have someone come out and say shit. And then this, and then he slaps him. I mean, come on! This is Mike Tyson biting Holyfield's ear. Awesome, in a way. I think the roasting stuff is weird because yeah. most of them aren't funny. And so, why would you? I mean, I feel like that is something that should be done mostly with comedians, you know, or someone who's volunteer. People with senses of humor, right. yeah. If roasting. they know it's coming yeah yeah it seems like it doesn't fit in with the program really that is a weird i don't think i ever thought about that they're trying to like humanize them because they can laugh at themselves or something but then every time every time they pan to the audience and some person is like mad about something that was just said about them and clearly they didn't know it was happening so it's it makes me feel awkward because i'm like oh well obviously they're not having a fun time no one takes themselves more seriously than these people (laughs) well the irony of of all this too is the fact that will smith's stand-up the thing where he yes um, yes featured 16 stand-up comedians um appeared on netflix so it's like okay you would think and i think he was even doing stand-up for a second or trying it out Maybe that was his joke. Maybe Chris Rock stole Will's joke from a, <laughs> a bar set. Stand up set. Saw him, yeah, they were in they were in Silver Lake. I feel bad for every comic going on the road now and just like they already deal with so much. Or flight attendants. So many dipshit audience members, and now you're gonna have some alpha drunk bro. He's even more emboldened. Yes. To stand up for his girl. Yeah. Just, That's like, what I was gonna. Make it even worse. Comedy clubs don't exactly have great security to start with. No. That's what I was gonna ask next. Is I I think I feel like I watch it differently as a person yeah, who absolutely. talks shit on a stage yeah like so all the people being that are like he defended his wife i saw adam burke my friend he tweeted like oh so if she was single or a lesbian it's open season i obviously think it was a bad joke but i don't i don't know like what this does if it empowers people to be like i gotta stick up for my wife yeah. if i feel 
Like, also, the first thing my wife did was turn to me and go, what would you do if somebody made fun of me like that? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, is this the barber setting for your masculinity? Right. Yeah. Now I got to slap somebody? I would slap a 50-year-old man. That's what I would do. Just slap somebody for her honor. That's not the same as like, it's not very chivalrous. I don't know. <laughs> what yeah. if he was holding a wooden tennis racket when he walked up there and he hit him with a wooden <laughs> tennis racket? Wouldn't that have been pretty good? I would have been a I, real if moment. He, if he held up a tennis ball and started hitting him. Like, started hitting it at him. If he came up there and served right into Chris Rock's face, everybody been like, now we really don't know how to feel. Do Chris remember, is hurt. Do you remember the machine from Gladiators? You know, when they used to have the maze, you used to have the tennis Yes, ball yes, yes. Machine. I thought you meant the movie, but American Gladiators, yes. No, American Gladiators, yeah. <laughs> so I thought, too, I was like, I missed that part. I don't <laughs> I, I hardly there was tennis and Gladiators. On my signal, unleash tennis balls. <laughs> it was my favorite uh, show, but I couldn't watch it because my mom always watched Murder, She Wrote. So when I got Typical. to see him, if he had a tennis thing that came up in front of his chair, I mean, that yeah. would have been a fun Throw a tennis way ball at him. Hilarious. <laughs> he should have had pockets full of tennis balls all night. Yes. Do you think the writers feel like they missed an opportunity now? They're like, oh, we could have thought to play this whole scenario out. Yeah. You could have yeah. did like a Squid Game kind of out. situation. I loved Amy Schumer's response. Though. Yes. Like, oh, that was yeah. great. <laughs> if if Amy had man. said it, what happened? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie, I stepped on whatever you were saying. Oh, no, I just feel bad. That was the only part of the Oscars I saw. That's uh, all oh. anybody's going to remember. Yeah. Any of the other good jokes, even that the gay thing at the beginning, which was great. Like, I feel like that's getting over overshadowed, too. I don't remember, I don't know anything else. A deaf movie <laughs> one and people went like this. They, if you can't, he's great. I'm doing this, the signal for laughter or clap, Pause, yeah. clapping. Oh, and, then, and then it got over uh, Quest Love's first Oscar for his documentary. I mean, this happened right before his yeah, moment. And then yeah. he's trying to have an emotional moment and talk about his dead dad. And it's, everybody is just like, like whispering, like, oh, my God, did you see what From another yeah. Philly guy. Oh. Yes. On top of that. Oh, man. Crazy. Yeah, it's going to be like, the, remember, like, so every... I feel like every year the Oscars is becoming this like shit show. What was it, like 2017? They just announced the wrong movie. Oh, yeah, they almost great. did that this year. The biggest fuck really? up ever. And then now it's just like kind of like a world star kind of a moment for in, at the Oscars. <laughs> they then, like, brought out Liza Minnelli with Lady Gaga, and Liza Minnelli isn't there. Right. So oh. that was risky. That's yes. like. Yeah, Sex in the City too. Did you ever see that movie where they're like, she's like, if you want it, then you should have put a ring. Like she's like <laughs> dancing to Beyonce. It's like being <laughs> much well, respect to Liza. Have it, like yeah. if you've ever written on an award show, the producers are really annoying on them, and they're constantly like, okay, we like monologues, everything. Top of the show is literally they spend two million extra dollars on the open so that everybody talks about Billy Crystal singing or whatever the big intro is going to be. And then they want two things. They want like back to the roast thing. They want to human. They want like what, how, we're going to send the host into the crowd. Like when mm -hmm. Ellen did it and she went and like would get gay people pizza or dance or whatever. And so all the writers are always like, what can we do? And then they're like, and then in like act four, we need a viral moment. So like Will, Will Packard got, the most viral moment imaginable. He'll produce for the next 10 years. So there's no way they're taking, he'll be the producer for the Oscars from here on out. But like, 
what people do like is spontaneous shit. And in the last 10 or 15 years, every award show is exactly the same where they're like, wouldn't it be funny if we snuck super fans in from the movie theater across the street yes. in right now? Yeah. And instead it's like, just hammer through these awards. Everybody just wants to see the red carpet, give them out and then show live cams from the after parties. That, that would be way more popular. I would love to see what people drink. Like what's their drink at the exactly. bar. That would be kind of cool. See my favorite movie stars like, oh, I mean, he drinks vodka sodas. Really? That's it? Okay. <laughs> Must be watching his figure. Mm. <laughs> Ellen smacked somebody, but it was somebody like on her staff for like making eye contact with her. Oh, good. <laughs> the dance. Did you slap someone? <laughs> no. I... I'm like, I, at this point, I believe anything. Yeah, I was like, oh, too real. Okay, sorry, too real. <laughs> Has anyone rushed the stage or come close to it while any of uh, you guys have been on stage? I have. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, okay. I've almost got ladies? Like, punched in the face a bunch of times. None uh, of the ladies. No. See, no. men have it harder on stage. I had somebody... <laughs> <laughs> And somebody jump across the stage to go to the bathroom. That was scared the shit out of me. Yeah, but I was that like, would Why scare didn't you walk around? <laughs> Somebody, Kirk Buckout in North Phoenix at a biker bar like 15 years ago had a guy pull a knife on him on stage because he didn't like one of the jokes that he did. And he's a pretty like tame comic. He's not like a crazy shock jock of a comic. I've almost got punched in the face by multiple fellow comedians who um, were pretty sure were like just like cokeheads uh they weren't like comics they just like Ooh. have a microphone in their hand tell me and the show I, it was a show in north scottsdale oh damn it the, i wanted it to be an la show i wanted to know no no the guy this was just like the guy was just doing a set and he was making fun of the other comics like new like comics who just started which is such like a like what dude what no it's a doing? very like, cool you know, move and everybody should try it <laughs> <laughs> and so i went up and he was terrible and he left his set list on stage so i went up after him and I just started like go through his set list, and I remember one of the That's things fun. he said was That's fun. Michael <laughs> oh, Jackson, boy. but oh, he boy. spelled Michael and Jackson wrong. There you go. Like, so it's just <laughs> tough name. Toughest <laughs> name to spell. Real, so many yeah. real obscure name. And then afterwards, he's like, <laughs> so tough. "We're gonna we're gonna fight now. You and me are gonna fight." And I was like, "Dude, just fucking either punch me or don't." And then that made him turn. And then he like was like, "I'm gonna buy you beers," and I was like. I don't need any beer. For, like it was just so awkward. I I just hate guys. Had me and lost me. And you then, take that beer, Ron. You take the beer. No, I just when they did think they could do they do cocaine and then they think they could do stand up. It's like the worst stand up comedy in the world. <laughs> I had a guy throw a pint glass at me and, and then walk to the back of a bar and punch out every window. Um, they really? didn't. They didn't give him an award later. I know that. Oh. But, yeah. Um, what did you do to deserve it? I made fun of his specific <laughs> neighborhood in Chicago. I made fun oh, of amazing. the Bridgeport amazing. neighborhood, which is an <laughs> Irish South Side uh, White Sox neighborhood. And I said, he yelled something. I said, what do you expect from Bridgeport? He took offense to that. And then. What do you think? What do you think Jada thinks of what happened? Do you think she's like, it was overkill? <laughs> she looked very proud of him during his thing. Like, in can you imagine what breakfast must be like, like this today at their house? Oh, yeah, no. I, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, is, is she is she proud? Is she tense? Is she embarrassed? I have no. Somebody idea. tweeted that he was gonna get it sucked from the back <laughs> by her. Is that that's the question? 
Um, all right. Uh, Coda, really good movie. I just want to say I saw that one. I got the free trial of Apple. Coda, really good movie. <laughs> uh, another couple in the news. This one is, oh, man, I don't want to. Okay. Jenny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, a crazy person. Uh, she was at the January 6th rally. Oh, fun. Uh, it turns out she repeatedly tried to get uh, the Trump people to overturn the election. Oh, boy. What should happen? Should anything? Oh, I looked up more up about her because uh, she left a voicemail for Anita Hill asking for an apology in 2010. Whoa. Which is years later. I don't yeah. have the exact math. Um, she also joined a cult in the 80s. And got out in time. So in time for what? what are you for it to about? not be fully in the cult <laughs> for January sixth. For January sixth. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She didn't drink the Kool Aid. She just had. She just. They were pouring it, and she's like, I "All see. right, yeah." So should anything happen to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas? Recuse himself. Impeachment. Uh, what say you folks on the other most famous couple today? Yeah, fuck that guy. Get him out of there. He sucks. <laughs> who likes Clarence Thomas? Also, the steps to like who's giving her like these high-powered people's phone numbers? Like, are they yeah. giving them to her, or is she getting them from Clarence Thomas? Because that's what it seems like to me. Like when I hang out with my friends' wives, I'm not like, hey, what's your number? Text me if anything comes up. What if they had like a New Year's Eve party, and she's like, well, just give me your number real quick. I'll send you the invite. Sure he doesn't know how to use times. his phone. She, he doesn't know how to use his phone. So she's like, oh, let me do it for you. Yeah, and she he's can got just cricket. take everything out of it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got cricket wireless and he's passing. Yeah, get rid Jenny of it. Jenny Thomas is Fuck putting her guy. number in well, phones. They all have find my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she could be DMing. I don't know if it was a DM or if it, what, what it was. How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of a Supreme Court justice? Like, I don't know if that is that part of our system of government. If they do something crazy. <laughs> Can yeah. you impeach one? You can, sure. but I mean, like, as you've seen. They've all died in there. Yeah. Question, what was her costume January 6th? Great question. What animal did she go as? <laughs> she was the buffalo guy. Uh, <laughs> well, he got in trouble. So she's buffalo she guy. cute? Is that the deal? Is she's like, like she's... At bare, <laughs> she is bare minimum like a tea party person, this but she said things about, if you know somebody's yelling about the Parkland kids and George Soros. It's like, oh, I see. It's like cuckoo pants. I feel like uh, Clarence Thomas must just sigh a lot when he reads that his wife <laughs> makes the news. He's like, yeah. <sighs> he's been faking a sickness for three weeks. Yeah, so... yeah, he's, yeah. He almost died of embarrassment. He's, just, he's he's riding this out. He's not going to recuse himself. No, he's just going to ride it out until like something the next big thing happens. When and it did. The slapping. So I don't know how much people are going to. Kids got shot. Good, good. They're not thinking about me. (laughs) To quote a famous slapped person. Uh, Dude, 2010 Anita Hill voicemail. Not going to lie. She's a cuckoo pants. Um, How much is Ukraine affecting your day to day? I'm very curious. Until this the slapping happened, this is what everybody wanted me to care about. Are you worried about it? Are you thinking about it? I check every day. Yep. <laughs> what do you are you worried you know, about nuclear then I go war? I go to Trader Joe's, but I check every day and then I go about my life. Yeah, okay. There's a part of me that like when you hear like the Ukrainians have like 
started a counter offensive. There's like this part part inside of me that's like, yeah, you know, we're <laughs> take it back. <laughs> it's like that you're rooting for the the underdog because I remember in the beginning, you do that in like, the tournament, no the way. basketball tournament, maybe. Yeah, this was like, I mean, but this is not my March Madness, but we're like an it's, upset. Here. It's mine, baby. <laughs> it's it's Cinderella story. It's super like sad, and you wonder like what's gonna like what's really gonna happen at the end of the day is it, are they just gonna chop the Ukraine in half and like Moscow's gonna be like all right we'll take East Ukraine and then we'll go home you know sounds like a plan to me but it seems am, I, am just, I the only one that doesn't feel secure about our president though like when he starts speaking oh yeah what did he say he's like I think somebody should to- somebody <laughs> should get him he said for God's sakes this man can't remain in power. And then they walked back that that being like, well, he didn't mean a regime change, but it's like kind of sounded like you you called him a war criminal already. Yeah, so you kind of paint yourself in that corner because then you can't be like, oh well, yeah, we don't want to take. He a needs war Lady Gaga to come out with him and be like, I got you, I got you. <laughs> Hold him up. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to like an, an, a president who's not in their seventies. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> we need another Barack or Kennedy or something like this is or Somebody W like low, or W sixties. No. Like, why is it just seventies? Always like they're the ones who got the oh. for this. Well, Ron DeSantis is forty four or something. So, oh so buckle up. It's um, funny that Lady Gaga has just kind of become an orderly. Yes, wheels right. them out. She's yeah, who is she? Tony uh, Bennett. Tony yeah, Bennett. Bennett. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> She loves old people, man. Handle them. Yes, nice bedside manner. <laughs> She'd be good in a movie about an orderly that could sing. Oh I my god! I yeah, demand it. Yeah. yeah. She should redo she Fat Boys Disorderlies, but do it classy. Um, yes. Ukraine affected me directly. So my friend told me because my tax documents i i guess like everything was like cyber hacked on monday or something oh good, oh. good thing i didn't and get my taxes bingo yeah. good thing yeah, i never my, <laughs> bingo i've done it yet that's all anyway. <laughs> fuck the man did your stuff get did your stuff get identity stuff get stolen lizzie yeah i had i sent all this stuff to my accountant and biden's right it was fine get him. and then he was just like i can't open any of these files Another computer of mine crashed, and I had to take it to Apple. It took a day long. Stop clicking links, Cooperman. <laughs> I don't know if these things are related, but my friend—I have a friend who suspected they were, but I don't know. Ugh. She sent me an article about. Do you the- think like people in high school are like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't get my paper done," but like you know, the Ukraine hacked my, my, <laughs> my computer yeah, and fuck. I think about all these kids who can't go, couldn't go to school for two years, and I was like, man, in middle school, if I fucking had that, I would have been oh, yeah. so awesome. I'm totally with you, because my last name is Babcock, so middle school is just the worst years of my life. You could have just skipped those, those, that part. Oh, there. yeah, seventh and eighth grade is just awful. I don't Rock. know about these pandemic kids, though. I, just, <sighs> I feel like this is like the jungle book. Like yeah. They, they They're feral. Their socialization is all jacked. It's already jacked up because of social media, but now with this on top of it, 
I, I even feel like this was part of Will Smith's problem too. <laughs> oh, like, sure. The fact that we've been, Hadn't been around people. Have not exactly not been around people and been able to like move around as we always have done. We we're all jacked up. We all got yes. a little Gary Busey and all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I talk to... about this all the time, but a kid, I was waiting for like a delivery person to come. And as I was walking by, that kid walked by, school got out, so kids were walking by. And this kid is going, whack, whack, quack, 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 like just by himself. He wasn't doing it for anybody. He's just quacking like a duck because he's been sitting at home for two years singing. I make a pretty good duck noise. That kid. Is all about himself, and I think that's great. Um, I have a kid I, that was uh, just me and him during the old uh, pandemic. Here we stayed at home, and he's eight now, and he was six when it happened. Yeah, and he's a. Uh, ooh, it is. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. It's very important the socialization for like their normal development as people. And then at first you like you're like you can go outside together again. And then they just stare at each other like they don't know what to do. Oh, and man. they'd be like, "Wait, who let you out? Are we allowed to do this?" Like they're really weird. We just took the masks off, and it's he's like, "I don't know anybody." I'm like, "You've been going to school with this kid for a whole year." And he's like, "Yeah, but he looks different now. I don't know what his face looks like. Like he doesn't remember anyone." <laughs> And then he's like been on the screens so much, even though we don't do a lot of screens compared to most people. But even then, like when they're at the park, they're playing Fortnite outside. Oh, like just boy. everything is revolving around the screen still. It's and I hate it. But you so can't be like, like, knock it off. Are they <laughs> sitting they on the playground equipment all with their phones out, just playing Fortnite together? <laughs> they're talking no, to each other no. on Zoom on like on a teeter totter. Oh. I have to force him to go outside, right? I'm like, just 20 minutes, man. Just go outside, do something. And we have cameras in the back, which is just the same as being on a screen. But so then I can see him and he just fucking stands there. He doesn't know what to do, like without anything telling him or, you know, whatever, the screen being the main focal point. And it's gotten worse because the whole school was on screen for so long. It's really, it's a a mess. There's no precedent for knowing when they snap out of it either. No. I remember my wife and I were walking down the street. My wife is very keep her name uh, out your mouth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my wife is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Babcock. She's she's very pregnant right now, and we were walking down the street, and these kids are walking towards us. And you have that moment where you're like, "Who's gonna move?" And I have like like oh very my god, wife, yes. And they were just like on their phones, like not not didn't even look up once just stayed on the phone so i don't think they even saw her they just were on the phone just walking straight and like we were just so like oh okay well can i teach you a trick that i've learned i would love to Uh, this was created by jada pinkett bridenstine and i've also adopted it is when when we approach (laughs) children who are on their thing we just kind of go and they will look up just telling you (laughs) just a little bit of a that is hilarious Because there's a lot of schools in my neighborhood, so a lot of it happened to do that. Like do that. playgrounds have outlets yet? That's when we know it's over. Do they? Oh, yeah, they oh, do, not that I know of, but that's it's common. Swing has a USB plug. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, just like Ron was saying, though, like, are they all lounging over the playground equipment? It made me realize, like, we're very close to them being able, like, plug your phone in. It's not even just that because we're there, right? Our, right. Uh, as the parents, parents, and we go, "All right, go play. You got to get, you know, be outside." And then we're all staring at our phones, playing Wordle yeah. or whatever the fuck the whole time when we should be yeah. we're, like telling them they need to go outside and get off the screen. But then we're just sitting there on our phones anyway. Yeah, like the so parents are talking to one another as much, right? <laughs> no, no. And we do for a little bit, and then it gets off. 
awkward. So we're like, all right, well, sorry, I'm going to have to look back at my phone here. Uh, Will Smith slapped somebody. So. <laughs> I did have one other Ukraine question. And that was there was a poll that came out. Apparently, like Quinnipiac pollster said. Nice. Uh, what if uh, what would you do if you were in the same position as Ukrainians? Would you stay and fight or leave the country? And 52 percent of Democrats said they're getting the fuck out of here. Uh, That's as, right. That and, sounds exactly right. Yeah. And I watched ninety nine percent of Republicans. It was only like sixty eight percent said that <laughs> they right. would fight, and people were like, "These are cowards." These are, and I'm like, "You want me to stay and fight the Russians with what? Like throw my plates at them? Fuck off! I'm leaving." I think also people would probably like the movie version of themselves in their head. Like I would. I, a grenade came i would jump on it to save my family but pick it up when, and like, throw it back yeah yeah when rubber hits the road people are like fuck this fight or flight kicks in so i think 52 percent is even like astonishingly well the, the guy was saying like you could have just lied to a the pollster and been like i'm rambo yes i stay and i fight till the last american mm-hmm. is dead or whatever i don't think i'd be that helpful and i am pretty athletic like i just don't think me staying i mean maybe it would take you know, 10 more seconds for them to go forward. But I don't have any weapons. I don't know. I'm not helpful. I don't. But if they wanted me to like organize the supply depot into a way that (laughs) makes sense and was accessible, like, yeah, I'm your guy. If they need to know, I come alive. (laughs) Do they need to know about 80s professional wrestling or baseball statistics? (laughs) I could help them. I make really good hash browns. Put me in. I make a decent smash burger. I'm going like them crispy. Three meals a day. Ron can edit the reels. Like, it'll be, we're going to be good. (laughs) Lizzie can do tarot readings. I'm I'm like, I would scare them away with my piano. (laughs) (laughs) Smash. (laughs) We could use that. Yeah, it's Ron, Kimberly, Lizzie, Scotty, and Monica. Please smash those stars. Please hit subscribe. There's still more show. If you want video of this panel, and every panel since March of 2020, that's on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O is how you spell that. I've got World Series reviews. I've got 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. I posted a sample chapter of my book. I'm going to add more stuff, but if you just want to support the show, that means me, that's where you go. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns wherever you're listening to this. The next Human Soup Show, by the way, if you want to see me live, is April 14th. I have a bunch of shows coming up. Oh, Lizzie Cooperman's on that show, and so is James Fritz. That's all I've booked so far. I had to move it, and I had to book new people. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. Is there a beautiful-voiced woman? This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Tell him Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. 
From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Man, those guys. Those guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Ron, Kimberly, Lizzie, Scotty, and Monica. Smash those stars. Hit subscribe. I think that, like, I, according to my friends in Iowa, uh, Iowa white people water cooler today is I would have punched Chris Rock in the face also. And I think a lot of it is everybody has this, like, pretend desire to defend. Like, a lot of people have, not everybody, a lot of people have this desire to defend their family or something and it's like yeah. uh yeah i mean against like people think they're scarface or that uh someone says your wife looks like famous ugly person demi Moore. you know yeah no i i had that because my mom taught at my, uh, my my high school for two years so my junior and senior year my mom was a health teacher in my high school and i always had like, some yeah Cool, Weird bro. fan. Yeah, really cool. Ta- taught all my friends about uteruses, nice. testes. Well, the cool part about that was growing up, she would make me watch the VHS tapes and DVDs to see if they were okay for the students. So I, I saw everything. By eighth grade, I'd seen so many births, every STD, you name it. And so I'd be like, yeah, this one's a little bit much. I, I don't know if we should share this one. It's too late. <laughs> They had a great one that was like a, one of those like thermal cameras, kind of like the Predator Vision camera. And it was of a man in profile getting an erection. And it's just but like, so I don't know what they were showing this guy, but he was standing sideways and his like penis was like sort of blue. Purple. Was his, oh, is it like the heat uh, map? Like orange, yellow. And then while it's standing, it starts turning red, but it kind of like bobs its way up because he's not, he's just looking at something, getting one. He's not touching. I, I remember I saw that. I, I just had a flashback. Incredible. I remember watching that, but I remember afterwards the teacher pressed rewind. Yeah. And so then we were all glued to the TV so we could see the boner just quickly dissipate. That's, That's why for I years do. I would cover myself in mud with my boner and go, he can't see to. me. Sorry, that's me uh, too. That's what I would do with the Russians come in. I would just have that on flat screens all around my house. And then while they were transfixed, I would slowly shoot them. Um, but I had a fantasy that somebody would push my mom, another student, and I would get a green light just to hit him as hard as I wanted. I used yeah. to, but it never happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see. Every that's guy knows how that story started. Wow. Yeah. Every guy knows what they when what the button is. Everybody knows like when I you do like, it. Oh, this will be so fun! I won't even get in trouble. I'll just be like, hey, just run down the hall and just punch somebody who would inevitably beat me <laughs> Scotty, up immediately your, after. Was that show on Netflix? Sex Education, based on your childhood? It was. 
I wow. screamed the whole way through the writer's room, just <laughs> screaming and crying. Um, I mean, yeah. that's pretty fun, but my parents taught us CCD in our home when they did that oh, unit. Boy. So kids were in my house learning about sex. Oh, boy. That's fun. Um, by the Wait, way. They just volunteered to do that? What'd you say? They just volunteered to do that? Yeah, people are like, what are you, what are you doing here? And then they said, we're CCD teachers, and then winked at the kids. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> gas is above $6 in California. Who has horror Woo! stories? Um, I filled up three-fourths of a tank of gas. $92. Who can top me? What do you drive? Yeah. 2006 Ford Fusion Who with a Bernie sticker. Who wants to make fun of it? <laughs> wow is it the highest in the country we have to be right i don't know who has it higher people are going to tijuana to get cheaper gas <laughs> number one yeah no one has filled up a... now there's like an uber surcharge too oh mm. sure uh i guess the only thing like i'm working from home so i don't really leave the house that... it takes me a while to burn through a tank of gas although i had a show with you he's lying i did a show with him I mean, that was only like a couple miles away, but occasionally I will do Uber Eats, uh, like you know my like work. They give you Uber Eats if you work through lunch, and you get Uber Eats. And I'm I'm just I'm blown away. I, I didn't know that Uber Eats basically cost a thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like if you get if you get a sal like a twelve dollar salad, your Uber Eats bill will be like thirty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Tony, no Tony, things... Tony Sam. Tony Sam tweeted. Tony Sam. I'm tweeted. I got a $14 sandwich for $500. It's <laughs> shocking to me. I'm like, I don't understand why this is now. Everyone is okay with all of a sudden. Like we all just decided like, and then now there's like a fuel surcharge. And I don't know. It's just. Why, why is Uber Eats more expensive than like Postmates and stuff? Uber is up there, y'all. Because I live around the corner from Burbank Airport. I took Uber to the airport going to Vegas. And it was about 20 something dollars. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I live within walking distance. So when I flew back into Burbank, I walked home. And yeah. even that cost you like 10 bucks. <laughs> Uber still charges. <laughs> and it was a lovely walk. Yeah. A free and lovely walk. What'd you say, Lizzie? Sorry. Oh, I said with your suitcase and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was a little small rolly suitcase. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have like crazy luggage on me. You don't have an old fashioned, no wheels, just like stickers on it suitcase. I can't believe it. Okay, why do we do these Supreme Court confirmation hearings? Why are we even doing this anymore? Uh, It has nothing to do with that woman. It uh, makes no one take it seriously. People try to score points in culture war shit. We know how everybody's going to vote. Why the fuck are we doing this? I think it definitely hit a new low when Ted Cruz asked if this baby is a racist or like, and I, I was like, is it oh, yours, Jesus. Ted? Then yes. <laughs> His daughters go to an anti-racist school. Oh, what? I don't know. I, I read that I headline and, and I didn't I, know what it okay, meant. I feel like the Supreme uh, Court's like they have they're sitting on so much, but they can't say a thing because it's like their dream job that they've been working for their whole life. So there's always just like very long pauses of just like, well, Senator, and then they're explaining best, the basic tenets of law to these senators. Who I would have don't lost my mind if I was her, though. Like, I would have flipped over a table. 
You wanted to slap somebody. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted her husband to slap someone. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think it would have been uh, warranted. It's the I I do say I learned a lot about all these last few justices because of this though you know this new like oh we're gonna go one of them likes beer he likes beer (laughs) and is a rapist and um, his dad had calendars that made him cry or something or that made him i don't even know um yeah he's you got to put it on the calendar (laughs) um (laughs) i learned a lot about them that i wouldn't have before but so i don't even know if it's for like because I think you're right. They're going to vote the way they're going to vote anyways. And they didn't need to know all of that. And then it gets our hopes up of like, because the Kavanaugh one specifically, I was like, they can't possibly pit like this guy. Yeah. And then they did anyways. So it's like, why? Now I just know that. Now I just know that he's shitty and still in the position that I didn't Do you think want like to be in. Merrick Garland was just raging at home watching the Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> hearing. Like just knowing like the bullshit reason why they didn't have his confirmation hearing Ugh. just like because the election was too close mm-hmm. I, I was uh, i think that, like, judge I, other things that's what i wanted to make them judge other stuff it should be like a week of them just judging figure like, skating shows or horseback shows <laughs> or whatever shows. just have them judge, judge everything just be it like oh, be this person's it. really good i yeah. agree with everything it should be like the, the great british bake-off where yeah. they just come up with pastries yeah. and then they got to decide yeah, you what have to show this? the variety of things you have can them, judge. Have them at the Apollo Theater watching comedy, and if they laugh at the right stuff, there we go. There's something there, and then like a send judge them... tour. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got to judge all the different things. things. What do you think yeah, of these pigs? Have them on America's Got Talent, and they could just be the ones who decide. Why not? Yeah, have them at a carnival guessing weight. Have just have these people judging yeah, everything. I really old, like let's this get idea. Get a big jar of jelly beans and then be like, how many jelly beans do you think is in <laughs> Fuck this? yes. That's great. And then the one who gets the closest gets to be a Supreme Court judge. And why not? If we're not something. gonna take it seriously, we know how you're voting. Let's have some fun. Let's take them on a tour. Let's have them Westminster Dog Show. What if they umpire a baseball yeah, that's game? Pretty serious, to be honest. That's pretty serious. Yeah. The dog I'm show. So sorry. I'm so they have sorry. to look at a dog's <laughs> testicles. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Make them judge stuff. Make them umpire baseball. Yeah, like yeah. You just yeah, put them in every. I would love to see them umpire a child's baseball game. Yeah. Fantastic. And deal with parents and stuff. Like then I'm gonna see. Well, that's if we're if we're saying in all these hearings, they you were seeing their temperament, right? So there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk about how she was so calm, even though she's being attacked, which is great. But if you really want to see someone's temperament, have them. Yeah, ump a child's baseball game, <laughs> while their alcoholic father is yelling from the stands at you oh i'm triggered by that Um, (laughs) going back to the the will smith thing here's one thing that i saw that was a little (laughs) like he came up to get he got he won and everybody was like oh my god he's is he gonna win and we all knew he was gonna win but then we won it was like oh shit what's gonna happen the tears came almost immediately like even before he started talking he's an actor the best one he's the best actor really turning and his speech, I was a, I, I couldn't follow it. Some people thought it was amazing. I was very confused the whole time. <laughs> but I just was a little suspect. I'm like, oh, he's really like backtracking. He's crying like immediately, like my family. You know. I think I saw Venus Williams nipple during it also. Really? What? Yeah. They cut so away. They could have been nice. crying about that. Yeah, they cut away because they uh, Venus is doing like in her. I think it's a nipple. I think we got a nip slip. Google it. Mm. Ron is googling it. I'm, I'm googling it right now. <laughs> it's, it's Venus Williams. 
uh, had a wardrobe malfunction. You're right. Uh, I got a New York Post article here that said Venus Williams had a nip slip in the midst of the Sunday's chaotic 2022 oh, Oscar show. Beautiful. This is just how chaotic it was that I didn't even know this happened. While he's beautiful. crying, this is how wild it is. While he's up there and you see a very famous woman's nipple, half a, like a little bit. Maybe that shows you how far we've come and that that's mm-hmm. not a big deal anymore. Mm. No, legalize it, I say. Yeah. I have to say that kind of dress begs for it. I'm not saying she was, no one's asking for it, but a dress that comes right down the center of your breast, it's likely. Yeah. Oh, sure. Blame we, the victim. I feel bad saying that. I feel like I'm saying something awful, but it's, it's just like, a nipple. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they probably thought she was safe because she's not the bustiest of us. Well, it goes like, us. like it wasn't just like this. It was like, you know, yeah. I'm for it. I guess more. F- I'm for gorgeous. it. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Could never happen in a dress like that ever. You wouldn't see <laughs> Diane von Furstenberg dress do that, Lizzie Cooper. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, you used to work there, Lizzie. I worked there, yeah, for years for Diane. <laughs> yeah. You have to know. Lizzie Cooperman in 2008 to know that. When, so I don't know. You are truly a historian, Mike. I, Mike knows everything about every comedian's life. Like sometimes he'll be like, oh yeah, do you remember that bit that comedian had in 2004? But then he changed the tag in 2007. I am a psycho. You're right. I and I, If I saw you at a Dan Bialik show back then, I know everything oh, about it. Look at everybody reacted to that. Look at how Babcock and Kimberly reacted to that. Did you, Mike, do you listen to a ton of comedy, like albums? No, I just, um, I don't. Uh, or, like, or do you watch a lot of specials? No, I'm like, out of Do you show. guys watch a lot of specials and listen to a lot of albums of our people? I watch that Earthquake special. Fucking watch that oh, shit. That's yeah. amazing. I'll watch that. I don't watch. You a should lot of watch stuff, that. But if I'll your life depends on on a dude killing, if for you to live or die, you put fucking earthquake up there. You need to see him live. I don't even think his special does him justice. Although the special is awesome. Yeah, it was good. But he like, he's just full of punchlines. It's crazy. It's crazy. No it more beautiful people with heat going getting these comedy specials before they're ready. Give me a sixty-five-year-old dude who's put in the work. Fuck yes, earthquake. Absolutely. Okay, Uh, I was going to ask your favorite writer. Now I don't care. Uh, What do you want to plug, everybody? Scotty wants to plug. What award show should we should we see you on? Just listen to the Bananas podcast. It's called Bananas. People like it. We have some. We'll be at Moon Tower. Come see us at Moon Tower on April twenty first. It's an outdoor show, so you won't get to. I'm going to take that part out. He's selling out the Wiltern. He doesn't need your help. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. If you listen to everything he does, uh, Babcock, where are you going to be? What do you want to do? Uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to be. I mean, I'm in front of my computer making making cartoons. So you know what? Go on Netflix and watch Cat Burglar. That's a, a cartoon I edited on. It's that's an cool. interactive cartoon. We made it look like a Tex Avery cartoon from 1958. Very proud of how it turned out. Go watch Cat Burglar on Netflix. Uh, it's like twelve a twelve minute playthrough. It's a lot of fun. I saw Ron Babcock first time he did stand up in two years. I was there, and I gotta say, still got it. Still got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Monica, where do you want people to see you? 
Um, I mean, I'm touring a lot um, now and everything's just my name at Monica Nevy or monicanevy.com. And then I do have a special that should be coming out soon. They're going to start putting clips out this week. So that'll be on social media and whatnot. Exciting. And, this yeah, joker I, coming I to Roku. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I have a podcast called Dumb Pitches. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, where do you want people to go? Well, after you watch Earthquake special on Netflix, you can watch my very green special. I'm not that I wasn't ready for. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called favorite. They Ready. <laughs> it's called Episode Four. Check it out. Cool. Kimberly Clark, Pater Dues, deserve to be there. Don't listen. I quoted to your Gargamel joke this weekend. <laughs> you did. Or I quoted it on. Uh, Do you mean Dudamel? She has a. She has a Gargamel joke about how Gargamel wore black turtleneck dresses. What I realized is the chipmunks also wore turtleneck dresses. Oh, they yeah. sure did. Yeah. Alvin. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. New addition and to it this. All led back Bring to it back. It all led back to Gargamel. How funny is that that I remembered her Dudamel joke and you said Gargamel and I thought you were fucking <laughs> thinking the conductor of the LA Philharmonic's name was Gargamel. <laughs> Gustavo Gargamel. Gustavo Gargamel. <laughs> Sorry. Gustavo Gargamel. Where, um, Cooperman, what do you want to be oh, able yeah. to... I have a new podcast that I really like it's called Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. And I'm like crowdsourcing a new decision in my life. Every week people are voting on oh it. Boy. Oh my God. <laughs> Interact? Oh boy. When does this come out? Friday. Okay, then can I spoil it for you? I got yes. my ear double pierced because of my podcast. Oh my God. Oh How crazy are you getting with it? I've they, they voted for me to get a life coach, get a job at Cold Stone Creamery. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you have a job at Cold Stone, why do you need a life coach? To, I need the job at Cold Stone to pay for the life coach. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Oh, oh sure. a good question. Really but fun. she also needs a life coach to get the job at Cold Stone. So it's Smart. a real. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Stone. Yeah. There's a whole saga with Cold Stone. Mm, always you is. You can only work there if you're 13 years old, apparently. I care. I care. They were like, "How old are you?" And you're like, "Old enough." Like yeah. 15, old enough to have sorry. a life coach and to get my ears pierced twice. <laughs> I'm like super 18. Okay. Super 18. <laughs> Lizzie, I honestly was thinking about getting a second hole because I never did it. You gotta outsource that shit to Cooperman's podcast. Really, it doesn't hurt. Because <laughs> I, I got my first ones as a baby, so I never. Oh, I don't there you know. go. You've never really experienced it. As a what? Yeah. A, you got them as a baby? Mm-hmm. Oh. Lizzie, I have a question. Now that you have two holes, do you have two holes in one ear or in both ears? I did just one ear. Okay. Looks so great. Now, are you wearing okay. two earrings in the same ear? No. Okay. So they. they... Oh, oh. Yeah. Two holes, one cup. No. (laughs) (laughs) And one in the same. And two earrings and two separate holes. But are are they the same pair of earrings? Wrong. Wrong. Oh, I see. I had to get one. This is harassment. I had to get one tight. The second one had to be like a special material. So I have Forever 21 and then titanium, basically. Nice. Yeah. 
I'm, this, I'm learning so much. All right. Yeah, I, okay. Mike, thank you for having me. Thank you yeah, for being here. Is... I hope you had a good lunch. Hope you, uh, your your awkward child is is good. Um, Thanks. All of, your, uh, all of your awkward children become socialized. Your awkward child is good. We need to put the word awkward in there. I'll check in when I pick him up. Yeah. Kimberly, I hope your luggage rolls really smoothly. He's outside right now just staring into the sky. Good luck with your expensive gas. and My mom's going to show me another childbirthing video this afternoon. We Zoom every Monday afternoon. and I have a heat map to send you. Scotty, my eye. <laughs> oh yeah, your face. Oh, oh yeah. God bless. I forgot about it. <laughs> All right, thank you guys very much. Uh, yes. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Yeah, it's Ron, Kimberly, Lizzie, Scotty, and Monica. I'm gonna tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. They want you, specifically you, to follow them on social media. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. 